Hello, welcome to episode 32 of the We're All Screwed Up and That's Okay podcast with me, Dawn Walton. It's a bit late, Uh, today is Sunday and I normally record my podcasts on a Friday and the reason it's late was because I was waiting for an idea about what to talk to you guys about and um, it's World Mental Health Day today so I suppose I should talk about mental health but you know, I just think that's part of everyday life that we have our stuff, sometimes our stuff gets in the way, sometimes our stuff doesn't get in the way, sometimes we have big stuff, sometimes the stuff feels quite small in comparison to other big stuff we've been through, and to me that's normal. I think it's a shame that we need a day where we make it about something specific. So I'm not going to talk about that, even though I just did, so (laughs) not sure how that works, but anyway, so... um, The thing I decided that that we should maybe talk about today was purpose. What gets you out of bed in the morning? That might be just habit. You might get out of bed because that's what you always do in the morning, right? You wake up and you get up. You might have habits that get you through your day. You might be existing. You might be in a whole heap of stuff that's going on just now. And actually, thinking about the bigger picture is just too much. There's other podcasts that I've recorded about chunking up and chunking down and dealing with things that are overwhelming. But this goes beyond that. Most of my life, I didn't want to get through the day. I just didn't want, I just wanted my life to be over. But I was living it. I was fully functioning living my life, but I didn't want to. But I wasn't going to do anything about it because it was a habit. This is what I did. I just got on and I just did stuff. And I used to look at all these people with their grand ideas of what they wanted to do, or even not grand ideas, you know? I want to retire. I want to travel the world. I want to have a little cottage in the middle of nowhere and bring up pigs. (laughs) I was once doing um, an interview. It was one of the first interviews I'd ever done for somebody to work for me. And at the end of the interview, just for a laugh, I asked, if you could do anything, what would you do? And he said, I would be a baby squid farmer in Australia. (laughs) Now, admittedly, that wasn't the answer I was expecting. And and if you think about it, there's a whole bunch of things that you need to do to be a baby squid farmer in Australia. I mean, which coast of Australia is the best? How many baby squids does a squid have? What do you feed a baby squid? At which point can you sell a baby squid? Um, lots of things that you need to know. So tomorrow, he couldn't just go and be a baby squid farmer in Australia. He'd have to do a lot of work beforehand. And that gave him a purpose because he was applying for a job to train in a technical department. You know, that's nothing to do with baby squid farming. But it gave him a purpose for getting through his day-to-day life, this greater thing. And I was really, really jealous of, of somebody who had such a clear idea. idea. Obviously, I don't want to be a baby squid farmer, but I never had that sense of purpose. I had a sense of surviving, not striving, not thriving, not any of that stuff, to use a few buzzwords. Um, and it's it's kind of interesting as I go through everything that I'm going through, and I think this is really relevant through the lockdown. I think it's one of the reasons that people have struggled with the lockdown so much. Because whatever you're working towards in your life, however your life worked, everything changed. Maybe you were furloughed, and so what you did for a living stopped happening. 
Who are you if you're not the person that does your job? When I was in Aberdeen a couple of years ago in my office in Aberdeen, I was taking a walk um, over the lunch break and there was um, a graveyard nearby with a really old church and a really old graveyard. And when you looked at the gravestones, the the writing about who was buried there had the job they did. Ship's crew, um, sail repair or whatever it was. And it's because, you know, it, it's a big harbour town and, and people had their status was attributed to their job. If you died today and you were buried, would you want your job title on your gravestone? I used to be a business consultant. <laughs> Here lies Dawn Walton, business consultant. <laughs> really, can you imagine that in a hundred years' time? Some of the jobs that we do, having them written on a gravestone. Do you, is that is that what defines you? Is that when you were buried and dead, and people look back over the years, they were like, "Hey, that's Dawn. She's a therapist." And that might be true, by the way, because you know my approach to therapy might create a lasting legacy. I might come up with this great idea of something that just everybody talks about. You know, the emotional intelligence thing, men are from Mars, women are from Venus, these things. We're all screwed up and that's okay. They could all end up being the thing that everybody refers to. So there might be a legacy from that point of view. So maybe in my case, having therapist written on a gravestone might work. But what's your job? Would you want that on your gravestone? So when we think about purpose, actually it helps us get out of the mire of the daily day stuff. Particularly through lockdown, where the day-to-day stuff's changed, you might have felt that you lost who you were. If you've become a parent and you've ended up being a full-time parent, if you've had lots of kids and you've just never got back to that place where you could find who you were, you might also have lost your purpose. You might define yourself by the way your kids are, the age your kids are, what they're doing. And then when they're struggling, who are you? So purpose has to be about something bigger than what you do. Has to be about something bigger than your job title, something bigger than your parenting status or that you're a survivor, or that you've had cancer, or something big that's happened in your life. In order to get through those day-to-day things, and sometimes the day-to-day things can be really hard. They can be unbearably hard sometimes. That we want to escape, there's no escape. Sometimes we don't know who we are. Because our whole childhood has defined that there's something wrong with us. We've entered a mode of behavior that's defined based on the way we grow up. So we've never known who we are. We've just existed. But that can't be all. That can't be all there is to life. If you want to live, if you want to be able to be okay, you know, I'm not even going to say be happy. Because happy can be a stretch. It can, and for some people, it can just seem so unachievable that the very idea just makes you switch off and go, well, that's never going to happen for me. So don't. Just be okay. And ask yourself, who would I be if I wasn't doing this job 
a mother, a father, a parent, a carer, a person who has been through all of those crappy things and the way I was treated, a person who survived these crappy things, a person that makes, needs to make everybody happy to feel good about themselves. Who am I when I remove all those layers about what happened to me and how I behave and what's happening right now in my life? Who am I? Who am I left with? And that could be really scary. And I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry if that's left you in this kind of, ah, oh my God. I once had a friend, a fellow therapist who was working with me, helping me through some stuff. And she suggested that I could just take everything that I'd been through in my childhood and it, it just wasn't relevant. We could just we could just put it away. We could just forget about it because it wasn't relevant to the person that I am right now. And I got really upset. And she had no idea why. <coughs> and I said, you know, the problem with that is that at that point in time, the only way I could feel good about myself was to say, you know what? I'm still going despite all of that stuff that happened. And if all of that stuff didn't happen then I'm not special in any way, shape or form. There's nothing strong or whatever about me because I'm just a regular person without any story. And that was that was worse. Isn't that crazy? Is that was worse than having all that stuff, all that rubbish. So take some time to think about who you are without the people around you. Who you are, if you've always been in a relationship, who would you be on your own? Why is that a problem? Who are you if you don't want your job on your gravestone? How does somebody define themselves without any of those external clues? Where do you look? How can you find that place? That's why people go and live in monasteries for years to find themselves, to find that kind of centre, because actually it can't come from outside of you. It can't come from the way you were treated in the past, and it can't come from the way you're being treated right now, because your situation might change, like the lockdown. And then where are you left? And that's why so many people are struggling. That's why so many people have struggled, because everything you know and everything that's familiar gets taken away from you, and you're like, what am I left with? And we're not used to having to work for that. We're used to surviving, you know, wading through treacle. And then somebody says, there's no treacle, it's just water. And you're like, I don't really know what to do with that. <laughs> so an interesting exercise is to imagine it's now 10 years time and you've won 10 million pounds 10 million dollars whatever currency that you work in on the lottery so it's 10 years time so you've done all the stuff in the first year where you have your holidays pay off your debts buy the shiny cars shiny houses what give all your friends money all of that sort of stuff right you've done you've done all the stuff that is a novelty from having that money and now it's 10 years into the future your life is settled it's back on track doesn't matter how old you are, potentially you've got you know, 30 plus years ahead of you, let's say. What are you going to do day to day with the rest of your life? Imagine you were a fly on the wall. What would you see? Where would you be living? What would happen when you got up in the morning? Where would you go for the day? Who would be around you? Take some time to allow your mind to drift 
into thinking about you in the future. And this might be really hard for some of you. If you'd asked me to do this 10 years ago, not a chance. Didn't even want to get through the day. So why would I want to think about the future? Now I can think about the future. And I, I don't know. Because everything's changing so much. Who I am is changing so much. And what I feel I'm capable of is changing so much that it could be anything. But for me, that's fine because it could be anything. I can throw ideas out there. But once you've got an idea, it gives you a purpose. It gives you something to work towards. It's like this beacon in the sky. And our brains don't like uncertainty. They look to fill uncertainty with certainty. And if your past experiences are there and you create an empty space guess what will fill that empty space all your past experiences all the way you feel rubbish all of that stuff will fill the empty space so what you do is you create space and you fill it with this purpose with this intent and every filter on everything you're doing works towards that intent so let's go back to my baby squid farming guy well if he wants to be a baby squid farmer in australia in 10 years time if that was his vision of where he was what does he need to do in five years to be able to get there in 10 years? What does he need to do in one year? What does he need to do in the next six months? Because there'll be loads of stuff he needs to learn that's nothing to do with the money. And that's why kind of thinking of it as like 10 million pounds or whatever in 10 years time allows you to step away from the practicalities of what I can and can't do and just go do it. Just go do it. And that's what I think about with purpose. Over the last few weeks, you'll have known from listening to my podcast or if you follow me on my socials that I have been working through stuff. I'm actually working through stuff because I'm understanding more of what happened. I'm working through with, with my cousin who has been there all through, on and off, so didn't know about loads of stuff, but has been in my life and has kind of had the before and after view in, in many ways. And she's, she's helping me fill in the blanks. And I didn't even know they were blanks until they were filled in. And, and what's become clear is the scale of how bad most of my childhood was is far greater than anything I'd, I'd actually realised. And I diminished it to be able to cope with it. And, and actually, it's really hard working through going, wow, that was bad. That was really bad. No wonder. But then to be able to get to the point where I'm like, yeah, but I'm still here. I'm, I'm okay. I have no idea how, by the way. <laughs> it's some kind of miracle, but I am. I'm fine. It's okay. I'm functioning. Um, as I've said before, I'm a highly functioning, very well supported, severely traumatized adult, but I'm fine. And actually, by acknowledging and accepting and not trying to diminish and not try and make it about me and there being something wrong with me, it's actually allowing me to look at it, deal with it, and move on from it to the point where I'm like, well, what do I want to do? What do I really want to do? What makes my tail wag? And I don't really know, but I know where I was heading was not right either. So I was going to do this this summit um, and bring speakers together and bring expertise together, but that that doesn't that's not quite right yet. But I know I do love to help other people understand themselves, and I love to help other therapists help other people better. And I love to enable people to help themselves. That's what I love to do. That's why I wrote We're All Screwed Up. That's why I do talks. That's where I'm heading. So whatever I do in the future, it'll be about enabling you to be a better version of you. 
And that feels to me like there's a purpose of everything I've been through. If I don't do something with that, if I don't learn from that, if I don't use it to help others, then what's the point? It's just really rubbish. And, and, And what do I do? Just sit here dwelling on it all the time. Finding more and more things and going, oh, my God, that is just ridiculous. That That's something else. That's not good. That's not a good place to be. So you have to kind of, you know, I'm looking out the window. I'm staying at my cousin's house right now, um, lying on the bed in the spare room, looking out the window. There's a tree. Its leaves are starting to turn golden brown. There's blue sky in between the branches. And it's just a lovely day. And right now... If you say, so what, all that stuff, all the struggles that I have in my day-to-day life, the challenges in my personal life, the challenges with my head and sorting all that stuff out, triggers, all those sort of things, all those challenges. As I lie here staring out the window at that beautiful tree with the blue sky poking through, so what? None of it matters. It's not that it's not true. It's not that it didn't happen. It's not that it didn't have a massive effect on me. But right now, as I talk to you, none of that matters. And so sometimes it's appropriate to work through stuff, put it in the right boxes, sort it through. But sometimes it's appropriate to look beyond that and say, so what? So what does this mean to what happens for the rest of my life? Who I am, how I see myself, what I do. What would go on my gravestone? Pretty morbid that, right? <laughs> it's like, what what would matter? So, so give yourself some time. Allow yourself the space. And sometimes to do this, you might have to acknowledge stuff. I'm telling you now, you might have to just go, yeah, it happened. You might not be as lucky as I've been to find somebody that I can talk to about it. But you might need to, to kind of be honest with yourself. You might get help from somebody like me to work through the stuff so that you can get to that space. But don't don't be stuck. Don't just sit there surviving, getting through each day. I mean, it's amazing that you can do that. It's phenomenal. And what a shame to not give yourself the credit for doing that and to use that skill, those resources that you have, ultimately for yourself to move forward. So, so what right now? Bring yourself back into the moment and start having ideas for what you want to do. And it may seem incredibly unachievable, but maybe it's achievable in 10 years. And ask yourself, what could I do now that will get me closer to that? And it might be something totally different, by the way. It might be a job that you're doing that you really hate doing, but brings in the money and is necessary. That is getting you to your future place. By keeping yourself going right now, you're going to give yourself what you need for the future. So it's still it's still valid. So, Purpose thinking beyond the moment, thinking beyond everything that's happening right now and starting to think of the bigger picture of you. Who are you? Who would you be if you could choose anything you wanted to? Give that some thought and I will talk to you again soon.